0: <laughs> Hello gentle listeners and welcome to the final episode of Beyond the Red Waste for this season.
1: We are still thinking of changing the name. Holy
0: shit, y'all. Cersei went burn it down crazy.
1: She went burn it down crazy, but didn't burn herself down at the same time. There you go. Cersei knew it was up.
0: Oh, oh, can we talk about that outfit? Oh, yeah. Oh, Queen Bitch of the Universe. Yes.
1: There's some Halloween costumes.
0: Oh, I've been waiting for this like the entire goddamn season. It's like, finally, girl, you did it. We're there. Oh, (laughs) nice. Well, because we're just going to launch right into this. Finale. Final episode. hmm so Lots happened. We've got a lot of pieces moving on the board, so we're going to take this piece by piece. Be a lot of shouting. Well, you, you guys have been listening, hopefully, so you, you know how this goes. But we had called that wildfire would be used. Yes. So, for once, one of our predictions is correct. Yes! Yay, us! <laughs> Hooray! I,
1: I, that was a very bad... Self-made sound effect. Yeah, that wasn't very good. No, I don't know what it's I was right really though. going for. But, yeah, for once, our prediction came true. Well, no, no, no. Because, I mean, our prediction of the Knights of the Vale.
0: That, and we did predict the Hound would come back.
1: Yes. But. I mean, granted, these are things that, you know, tons of other people predicted, too. Helen Keller could predict, yes. <laughs> but and she hasn't seen the show. No. Um...
0: Ah, oh, that was a joke and bad taste.
1: <laughs> so
0: what this reminded me of, though, because yeah. you know that shit's getting exploded. Yes. Now, maybe just for me, because you hadn't read the book yet, but when that, uh, when the Reigns of Castamere episode with the Red Wedding, they just ratchet that tension, and you know it's coming. You know something's gonna happen.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't believe that. Uh, I'm not sure how you felt when you were watching the episode.
1: I uh, wasn't... Oh, we get a callback to that. Um No, I... Oh, can't... my God.
0: I almost forgot about that. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. You got a lot to cover in this. We do,
0: because it was a long episode. It was like an hour 15, which is, I think, probably the longest episode they've done.
1: Probably, yeah.
0: But there was a lot to get done. He had a lot of shit to move... Again, because they did nothing last season, a lot of shit to move into place this
1: episode. Right. Uh Yeah, no. Red Wedding, for me, was... I wasn't... um wasn't waiting for it, certainly. Um, well, not
0: waiting, but, but when we watched that episode, and they're at the phrase, they're at the Twins, did right. you feel like something's going to go down?
1: I think you something, not...
0: Not what happened,
1: right? Because right. that's,
0: like, game-changing on a level. That's just bonkers. Right. Game-changing on this kind of level.
1: Yeah. No, this up This... Yeah.
0: Well, and it starts, it starts great, because you know they're just, you see the characters getting ready for the uh, uh, Cersei and Loris's trial, mm-hmm. and they're putting their clothes on, they're getting ready for the day, and, you know, it's very, very methodical. You see people getting their hair, they're putting on their clothes, taking our time, and you're like, well, what are you doing? this is like the final episode, but we're just mm-hmm. ratcheting up that tension. Oh, yeah. Keeping it going. And Marjorie, because she is quite the player in the great game, cops to it pretty quickly. After the stuff goes down with Loris, which is very, very fucked up. And I'm very happy the High Sparrow is dead because fuck that guy. Seriously. That whole, oh, well, if you kneel before the mother and beg forgiveness. And Loris, like, drops to his knees, obviously, because he's been tortured for, like, the last god only knows how long. But before shit goes down, Loris, like, it doesn't have to be a trial. I cop to everything. I'm guilty. I want to become one of your faith militant. Blah blah blah. So they mutilate him by putting the circle with the star on his forehead. And Marjorie has a massive problem with this. He's like, yes. what the fuck is the matter with you? You told me he wouldn't be harmed. And blah 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 blah. blah. And um, that's when they are like, Where the fuck is Cersei? Tommen's not here either. What the fuck is going on? Right. And she, Marjorie, you see the wheels spinning right away, she's like, we're fucked, we need to get out of here. So it's Lancel that gets sent to go get Cersei, right? Yes. Yeah. And he sees this little kid running down the stairs, and the kid lures him down to where the wildfire is, ganks him in, like, the kidney or sort of the spine, because he can't walk anymore. And you see the green. Very ghostly green, and then at the very, very end of the hallway, you see these casks. And there's some wildfire that's been spilt out, and there are these candles. Very, very low candles. And if that fire touches, fucked. So you you know it's coming at that point. And you know Lancel, he's crawling, he's trying to get over there. Grandma Maester Picel is also stabbed, like, a million times in this episode as well. Which, good, good, fuck that guy. Mm-hmm. But this is Cersei basically clearing the board of her enemies. Yeah. In King's Landing, at
1: least. Yes. So, right, you know, if you do the tally, you know, uh, Kevin Lannister's dead. Uh, all the Tyrells, except for the Queen of Thorns. Oh, I will get to her. Is dead. Uh, <laughs> and Tommen is dead.
0: Well, and through
1: another means, but
0: standing, we'll get there in a second. But and it's a fair amount of I would assume the royal court is is gone because she's Most coming everyone to the trial is
1: there
0: except right. nobles, right?
1: Right.
0: She's eliminated almost all of the uh, uh, the high sparrows, uh, other little sparrows. We'll get to that in a second too because that's probably my favorite part of the episode. But this is Cersei like, no. I'm done. I'm not fucking around anymore, I don't lose. Because remember, Oleana told her a couple episodes again, you've lost. You've just lost, and you're just going to have to cop to it and get the fuck out of Dodge. So, I'm getting mad points from Cersei this week. I mean, I'm wicked stoked. So we'll, (laughs) we'll see what ends up happening, how it ends up shaking out. Well, and
1: since we're on Cersei, we might as well just jump. Well, we still
0: have a little bit to talk about here, though. Yeah. So, as we said, Cersei doesn't lose. Cersei is a Lannister. She's always plotting. She's always got... She knew about the wildfire. So they light it off. All of her enemies gone in one fell swoop. Mm -hmm. Now, she had sent the mountain to go keep Tommen from going to the Sept of Baelor. Which I'm assuming is... Right? Yeah. Yeah. So then, and the music... During this part is amazing too. Because they're not rocking Reigns of Castamere just yet. Mm -hmm. They're saving that. It's this great violin piece that's just very, like, not frenetic, but it's very, like, fast and kind of high pitched. Makes you a little uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. but it's awesome. It's a great score for the. It's like nothing we've ever heard on this show before. Because we've never really seen. Well, I mean, The Red Wedding, but you haven't seen a clearing of so many people. Like,
1: no, and I mean this such a board cleaning. Well, this is probably the biggest board cleaning the show's ever had. Well,
0: and we said we needed a game changer. We right. got a game changer. You right. have very unstable queen bitch of the universe, Cersei, on the Iron Throne at the end. That's how the episode closes, and we'll get there in a second. Yeah. So then, I believe uh, Cersei, because the Mountain leaves once he sees uh, he leaves Tommen once the Sept blows up. And there's this shot, Tommen from behind, you see the smoke out the window, and he's looking, and it's quiet, there's no music. You see him take off his crown, sets it down off-screen, he walks off-screen, and you just get that framed shot of the smoldering ruin that was the Sept. When what Tommen had dedicated his life to, he knows Marjorie was there, so his wife is gone. And they did, you know, care about each other.
1: Mm-hmm. He was quite fond of Well, at least her. one
0: way. Yes, but... Right. Anyway, he was, and then you see him slowly walk back into frame, and he just steps up to the window, and Bloop. goes flying out. You started laughing.
1: <laughs> well,
0: <laughs> but the second they cut back to him and that open window, it's like, oh, he's going out that window.
1: Right. There was no way he wasn't. No. Now Now I'm a little. I mean, in a way, she did kill him, Cersei. That is, a by. Blowing up Marjorie and making She him was distra- the reason
0: for his suicide, yes.
1: Right. Um, but it's, it was a little disappointing that she didn't, like, take a knife to him or poison him or something. But, I mean, still. The, the entire. I think the entire episode was just very well done uh, from a writing and production standpoint. But the best of it was at the beginning. Oh, and for sure. The build up, the execution. I
0: feel they almost would have been better served, almost to save that all for the end.
1: No, you um, don't believe so. I don't think so, and it's we were as we we been trying really hard to make sure we don't talk about the show until we get up here. And right before we were coming up, I was starting to say I was really disappointed, i really surprised that the wall didn't fall. Mm-hmm. Um And then you shush, shush, shush me, which is the correct thing to do. <laughs> but uh, we, they needed to end this season on a high note. I think is why, I, I think they did. I And they, it needed to be, it needed to end on a high note.
0: But what do you mean by a high note? The most evil, like, crazy person in the land sitting on the throne.
1: But that's not what they ended on. They ended on Danny.
0: Oh! That's right. I forgot about that
1: with the dragons. I'm
0: sorry. Her uh, gloriousness
1: was so like overwhelming. Right. I I think they. I don't think they wanted to.
0: So you like the way they kind of revisited, right? People throughout the episode,
1: right? And I, I think if they would have left it, you know, on the wall falling or on Cersei,
0: well, uh, I think taking you could the throne still end on Danny. You could still end on that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, but. Anyway.
1: I mean, it doesn't, uh, yeah. It, it, no, it
0: was a very well-constructed episode, I think. Yes. So, um, Cersei consolidates her power.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And there's a lot of time that passes in this episode, too. It's got to be, like, weeks time. or months or something. And we'll explain that in a, in a few minutes. Before
1: we go on to the time, though. Sure. There was a very, when Pycelle goes down to get ganked. Yes. The gankening. The gankening. Quyburn s- seems to be very um, sincere w- in what he says to Pysel. Like, oh, well,
0: what does he tell him? Nobody should die down here, like alone. Right. Right. And he doesn't have a knife. He doesn't.
1: No, he lets the kids do it. Right. So that was you know. Well, and
0: he's lured down there as well.
1: Right, he is. <clears throat> Interesting that Pysel wasn't already at. The sept. Well, he was fucking somebody. Well, that's true. He was very busy. And that prostitute's going to go unpaid for her services. Oh, no,
0: she's going back and she's robbing that motherfucker blind. <laughs>
1: so, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, just scoop this here.
1: Um, but
0: that was great, too. Was like, Fuck Picel, man. Oh, he was. He's had it coming for a long time. Never necessarily thought he had a counter above his head like
1: Tommen did. He was. One of the guys, he was someone who, if he had gotten killed at any number of points throughout the series, he'd have been like, oh, well, yeah. yeah.
0: But he had done enough to piss Cersei off. And been all like, mm, that she was like, ho, 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 you old fuck. You can die.
1: Was there anyone left from the small council? Was, um... Was... The Queen of Thorns, technically, on the small council. Or did she just show up?
0: I don't know. She may have just gone. <laughs> um,
1: because, now I think their small council has been...
0: Well, and we saw at the very end, Quyburn had the, the, um, hand the, the Hand of the King on his... badge. The badge, right.
1: There is only one hand.
0: Oh, we'll get to that. I, almost, I got a little teary when that happened, but we'll get to that. But There were a couple uh, moments in this episode where I got a little teary. But we'll So be-
1: before we move on to the well you know we see it the towards the very end um so she takes the throne quite
0: and i want to talk time. about more of that when we get there cuz i think there's we'll talk what what we see uh, happening in the next season right. cuz we're in completely uncharted territory now i believe everything is caught up entirely with the books because uh sam and gilly made it to old town yes in a scene that was like, okay, you know, we got in there. I don't really care, but I'm I want to.
1: It's if a new s- location, it's so new, it's right. I mean, it's an explore. old town, something that's always been talked about in the mm-hmm. show, right? Um, and it was something that you know it was talked about in the books, and it's where the masters come from. And the masters have always been kind of portrayed more so in the books as they're like this very shady organization, mm-hmm. and uh, they keep a lot to themselves and. I think.
0: Well, and you could kind of see some of that with the guy that um...
1: greets him. Yeah, well, not really. Well, greets. greets.
0: More like, hey, asshole, what the fuck Reads do you Reads
1: a want? book. Yeah.
0: Right, and gets very snippy when Gilly tries to walk in because, yeah, no, no women or children. Only men can come in here. So, oh, yeah. Hopefully he dies at some point.
1: Uh-huh. But,
0: um. So yeah, the library was pretty cool.
1: I thought that was a great visual.
0: Yeah, very cool. So we'll have this... I'm sure he'll meet the uh, Grand Maester...
1: Uh, Arch Maester.
0: Arch, excuse me. Arch Maester. Next season. And yeah, we'll be getting a little bit more about the Maesters and all that. In these... Because uh, that'll be interesting in the lead up to the eventual confrontation with the Knights King. Yes. I was surprised we didn't see any White Walkers this episode.
1: I was really surprised. And... I thought they were going to advance that storyline at the end of the season, uh, but it looks like...
0: Well, we also predicted that the wall would come down.
1: Right. So, because that doesn't happen...
0: Well, and, if I may... Yes. We do technically... I believe it's two seasons more, they've said now. But they're going to be shortened seasons. Right. So, maybe that's the big thing that happens at the end of the first half of right yeah and then it's full on like war with cuz we've still got a lot of squabbling with the uh with the 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 kingdoms of men right and again we'll talk predictions more toward the end here so where do we go from uh cersei
1: from cersei do we
0: go to john we go to Winterfell?
1: I think we went to Winterfell next. If not, it was soon thereafter. Right. So we go to Winterfell, and. Was that. No, the, the King of the North stuff was at the end.
0: That was towards the end.
1: Now, the first thing with John is. Uh, you know. Um, Sir Davos confronts. Well, it's
0: him, he's sitting, and he's talking with uh, the Red Woman. Right. And he's like, My family used to sit at the. Lead table, and I used to sit in the back, and she reminds him, you know, well, some, people, a lot worse. some people don't yeah. even get feasts to go to, so stop whining, you little baby. Right. And then Sir Davos comes charging in and hooks something at the red woman.
1: And he pushes on her to confess, and she well, does. He's, yeah, he's like, "What? what did you tell him what you did? Tell him what you did. And she she does, and she's trying to justify it, and... I
0: mean, as horrific as it is, she's not wrong. It was it's, a measure
1: of last resort.
0: Right, and she's doing what... And I'm not justifying it, because it was fucking monstrous, and I had a massive problem with it last season. But she's doing what the Lord of Light... What she is interpreting as the Lord of Light to tell her to do. And she... Stannis didn't have to go along with it. Yeah. Stannis and I forget the mother's name.
1: Bitchy McBitchin.
0: Mrs. Stannis didn't have to go along with it, but they did. Right. So when she is like arguing for her life, basically, she's like, you know, I was. She does admit that she was wrong.
1: Yes. So.
0: Which I thought was a step forward for her.
1: Yeah, and that scene ends with. John telling her to get the fuck out of the north. And if
0: we ever see you in the north again, You're y- dead. your ass is grass.
1: Right. So, we'll see where she ends up going. Because she she's still, you know, there was a point... Um, Sorry, folks. Oh, no.
0: <laughs> Apologize for that.
1: Yeah, that... We'll have. People are trying to FaceTime me to talk about Game of Thrones when they really should be waiting for us to finish this podcast. Well, they should just listen to the podcast. podcast
0: Exactly. Precisely. So we apologize for that, folks. I expect we'll get another one in rapid succession because some people can't take the hint, but that's all right.
1: (laughs) So, what were we talking about?
0: We were talking about. uh,
1: Yes. So. So she's
0: just heading south. I have a feeling that her convictions are going to... She's just going to be like, no, I can help with this battle. She might just come back knowing that she's going to die to try and help.
1: She might. Because she's a believer. Exactly. There's another interesting bit about believers later in the Mm. episode.
0: So good. So, so good. So we'll
1: see what she does, because she's going to do whatever the Lord of Light tells her to do. Exactly. I want to know how old she really is, though. Oh.
0: Hundreds of years old. That is still one of the greatest moments of this season. Oh, uh, what nice... Oh. Uh... Uh. I thought it was delightful. Um, so, yeah, so... No one wants to see that.
1: If it was an old...
0: Old ladies have boobs, too.
1: Do you want to see an old guy's balls?
0: Actually, I think it was an episode of Last Week Tonight with John Oliver where he he, he hit you with the,
1: with, the with the
0: aging dick and balls of a very old man. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. We're all adults here, Bob.
1: Yeah, but it <laughs> doesn't mean I want to see it. Good effect. <laughs> We're still talking about it. Exactly.
0: We're still so. talking about it. Well, And then we get that uh, moment with uh, John and Sansa. Yep. Where he tells she's you know apologizes for not telling him about uh, Littlefinger and the Knights of the Veil. Vale. and he's like you know we have to trust each other, and that also ties in with something later, which uh, it is great, yeah, very great. So then, where do we bounce from there? Was that where we went and saw what uh, Sam was
1: up to? That may have been at that point. Uh, then we went to. Um, I can't. Or
0: maybe, when did we go to the Twins?
1: That's what I'm thinking is the next thing.
0: Okay, because you get... Because um, I couldn't
1: remember the name of the Twins.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you get, uh, Walder is uh, feasting with the Lannister men, uh, celebrating their victory over River Run, And Jamie is, like, at his wits' end here. You can really see the guy who he was trying to be before he raped his sister, which I will never, ever, ever, ever let go of. Which apparently, like, the showrunners thought came across as not rape? I was chatting with Sheila about this on Friday, and she was like, "Yeah, they thought it came across as
1: consensual." Well, and and that could speak. This this, this is a discussion that's going to go on forever. Well, no, and but he- I mean that does you know if they if that's what they genuinely believed, that's a situation of well maybe they should have had someone not producing it because there certainly is the possibility you're you're you as you you watch it as you're making it. The way you see it is different than you're a little too close
0: to it, Right. and you should have gotten some fresh eyes on it to right. be like, "This looks great," because that's exactly because what I it
1: mean looks I'm like. willing to with you know with that piece of knowledge I'm willing to say okay, and let's focus on who Jamie Lannister is supposed to and be. And I
0: understand you know that may have been their intent, right? And fine, they failed. You they failed at a massive <laughs>
1: because he.
0: Clearly rapes her <laughs> next to their dead son. Whatever. But Jamie is kind of, like, done with this bullshit. And I think it was really, you know, seeing Brienne and talking with her in the, a couple episodes ago about, you know, honor and, you know, just, just seeing her again in general.
1: So do you think Jamie is the one who brings down House Lannister?
0: I have a feeling he may end up being a queenslayer as well. We'll see if he ends up sticking
1: around. Well, that speech he had, or well, it it was a dialogue with Walder, was amazing. Oh yeah,
0: where he what did he tell him? Basically, he's
1: like, "If we have to keep coming in to save your lands, if
0: we have to keep taking uh, the Riverlands for you, or what's uh, river, Run
1: river Run for you?
0: What the fuck do we need you for?"
1: Right. And Walder gets this great look and, of
0: like, "Oh shit." <laughs> And Jamie just gets up and walks away. Yeah. But that was before we had a great brawn moment before that as
1: well. Oh, Braun.
0: Thank God. We got some we got a lot of brawn in these last couple episodes. So really tied you over till next season. Oh Braun. Just delightful. Wonderful. Oh my goodness. But yeah, Jamie, you can really see he's he's really having a hard time with the Lannisterness of it all.
1: Right. And he comes you know. And later he ends up showing up at King's Landing.
0: Well, I have some thoughts about that, and we'll we'll talk about that when we get to our thoughts
1: about next season. Thoughts about next season? Yeah. Do you have music for it? I don't. Thoughts about next season? Oh, yeah! We'll work on it between now and when we start talking about it.
0: He said, no, we're not going to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then where do we jump to?
1: From there... We make a pit stop in Dorne.
0: Holy shit! Yeah, but that's toward the end of the episode.
1: Well, we're getting towards the end.
0: Well, that's true. But we can talk about Dorne. Yeah, it was like, holy fuck! Dorne's still here! Well, they show it in the opening credits, and it was like, holy fucking shit. Dorne. And you get a little on the previously on. They show the one scene that they had in Dorne in episode one.
1: And in this episode, Dorne suddenly becomes much more important. Yes. For a very, very specific reason. Has nothing to do with the awesome dialogue from Lady Elena um, and everything to do with Varys.
0: Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So you have uh, the Queen of Thorns has come to door. This is where part of the tons of time has passed. Yeah. Or in this whole episode, it has to be at least a few weeks. Yes. Would be my, my assumption. At least. at least. Because she already knows, the Queen of Thorns knows about what happened in. King's Landing, mm-hmm. she knows that the future of her, every, everyone is dead. Right. And it's because I don't know if there's anybody else or if it's just her. And once she's gone, House Tyrell is gone.
1: Well, I'm pretty sure that's the case because they always, you know, they've mentioned a number of times in the show that um, Loras was the future of the house.
0: Right. They if did there was have... If
1: there was another son...
0: There was like a cousin or, a or something. Devastating. That they wanted to marry Sansa, too. Remember? Willis? Ah, uh, yeah. But he... There's something wrong with
1: him. Yeah,
0: he's... He, he He's, like, got a janky leg or something. Right. But anyway, but Loras was, like, supposed to be the future right. of the house. So she's there in this bitch in black outfit, and she's chatting with, uh... I don't even know her fucking name. Whoever rules Dorm now.
1: Oberyn's... Oberyn's Mormon. Paramour.
0: Right, and some of the sand snakes are standing there, too, and uh, the Queen of Thorns just tears them down with some amazing... She's like, just shut up, the grown women are talking. It's like,
1: yeah, standing. Oh, she's the best.
0: She's just fucking great, because she's just very snappy, very sharp, but just doesn't give any kind of a fuck. So, um, she's just like, I don't care about the future anymore. I want revenge. Yeah. Basically, she's mm-hmm. like, I want to see Cersei Lannister fucking die in the most painful way possible, and that's when um, it's not Elena, is it? Elena. It's gonna bother me.
1: I think it's Olena. No way! No, 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 it's no, that's the Queen of Thorns. One second. It was a weird name. It was definitely it was. A it is, but it annoys me name.
0: that we don't have it because they. Fucking never showed her except for that one time at the very beginning of the season.
1: Well it's that was uh Obara. Obara. Right? Sounds right. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's what we're gonna call her. That's fine. Well, and what's And Aaron will yell at us if we're wrong. Yes, yeah, he will Sorry, Aaron.
1: I'm not sorry. Bring it.
0: No, Ilaria.
1: Right? Someone's Obara. My, one of the That's sand one of snakes. the
0: sand snakes, because uh, the Queen of Thorns is like, oh, what is your name, Barbara? And she's like, no, Obara. And she's like, yeah, shut the fuck up. It's Ilaria.
1: Ilaria. There okay. we
0: go. See, we got there. We always get there.
1: Took a little bit of Googling. Even
0: though it takes, like, two minutes for us to find the answer, and it's just dead air on our podcast. <whistles> Sorry, guys.
1: Yep. So...
0: So then, she's like... Well, I, I forget what she says, but... She reveals that... Remember, Varys went on a um, little errand a few episodes ago. And Varys comes out. And what does he say? Um, Something with fire and blood. Something like that. So we know now that Dorne has formed an alliance with uh, Daenerys.
1: Which is an interesting tie-in if we uh, talk about the books for a moment. Mm -hmm. Uh, In the books... Uh oh what is it? What's his name? Not over in um Doran. Doran. Prince Duran. Um Prince Duran D- Prince Duran-Duran. He made a deal with the other Targaryen that has not showed up in the show at all. And Varys was part of that deal, and so they're basically making the same deal, but now with well and Danny
0: right. Elaria or um, what was her name? Ella, Elia mm. Martell mm-hmm. was married to Rhaegar Targaryen, right? Which was because Oberon and Prince Duran Duran were brothers, yes, right. So Elia was their sister, I'm assuming. Yes. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. it's all of that all the political maneuvering
1: right so there's a <coughs> it'll be interesting to see ultimately uh, in the books how it's reconciled because there is that extra layer of complexity right but uh, you know and what it is going to be on the show what's their what is the deal they have come to right because there's no males yeah for her to marry which fine I mean yeah
0: well and I think it's almost what they were talking about last episode, where they allowed like the Iron Islands can pretty much keep their sovereignty. They have to pledge alliance to her, but I think we're seeing it it's gonna be split up into seven kingdoms.
1: At least that's the deal that uh that Danny is going to make, whether or not that it will hold true for King Snow. Oh, yes,
0: the king in the north. Oh, I love that moment. But there's that little under layer of that as well that was outstanding.
1: So I think at this point we do head back to Winterfell.
0: We have that conversation between Littlefinger and Sansa, right?
1: Right. And, you know, his ultra-creepy picture.
0: You know what, though? I like that he's just like, you know what, bitch? I want to be on the Iron Throne, and I want your ass next to me. Cards on the table, that's what Littlefinger fucking wants.
1: Right. Which is exactly what we knew.
0: Right, we all knew that. We knew We've known it known that from the beginning. But
1: it's nice to see it.
0: I've started rewatching uh season 1 and there is that conversation I always, I know I'm the worst. I always talk about with um Littlefinger and Varys in front of the Iron Throne where Varys walks in and Littlefinger's just fucking staring at it and he's like, "Oh, It will be mine. One day, it will be mine. But he tells her, also, that he's declared for House Stark.
1: Right.
0: Very, very publicly and loudly. Right. So he's he's there. But he knows exactly what he's doing, though, because he knew what was going to happen later in the episode. Because he is a man, and all the other guys are men, and he knows that that's the more important line of succession for people. Mm Mm-hmm. At least in the Seven Kingdoms.
1: So, if we cut over to that, and, you know...
0: Well, but the, the cut from that, because we're skipping over something that everybody already knew, but what I love, they, uh, we do get... See Bran. Bran yes. and Mira are dropped off.
1: Oh, that's right, that's really right. Really far
0: from the wall by Benjen. It's like, right. Benjen, he can't walk. And you're not giving her a horse or nothing. So what, She just gonna drag him the rest of the way?
1: What? Very conveniently dropped him right next to a weird tree.
0: Well, I think he knew what he was doing. But, right, it's like, <laughs> what's going on? Me. So anyway, Bran, uh, Amira drags him over, and he's like, you know, now I gotta get back, I gotta see, I gotta finish this vision. For myself and for the millions of people watching around the world. So he wargs back to the past. Yep. We're back outside Tower of Joy. Ned runs up. We get confirmation that um, the Promise Me Ned is because Robert found out Jon Snow was a Targaryen bastard. Not. We don't even know if he's a bastard, though.
1: Well, okay. So, point of order. Sure. How much of a dick move was it that they went to Whispers in that scene?
0: <laughs> Pretty dick move. It's like... <laughs> Like, we, come on. All right, just stop.
1: Because now that's, now, that's now that's the real unanswered question. Is Jon Snow actually a bastard? Right. Or is he the legitimate son? Or
0: did they get married?
1: Right. So, not that it seems like anyone cares anymore. It doesn't Can't
0: really worry. matter. But, but
1: th- there's the big question. Just
0: out of curiosity.
1: Right. So,
0: so, but the cut is, you see... Um, As Lyanna is dying, she's saying, promise me, again, because if Robert finds out that uh, John is a bastard, a Targaryen bastard especially, any kind of Targaryen blood, he's going to have him killed. Yes. And we can't have that. And since uh, Ned Stark is a man of honor, loves his sister very dearly, uh, he agrees, and he's holding the baby. They bring the baby over, and he's holding him, and uh, we cut to the baby's face. Oh, cutie pie. And he opens his eyes, and you get the very dark eyes like Jon Snow has, and they immediately cut to Jon. yeah. Sitting with Sansa at the table that he was talking about when they used to feast. Mm-hmm. The family would sit there, and he would sit in the back. So that's when they're hosting, you know, the Bannermen. Yep. Everybody, they got the Wildlings there, you've got the Knights of the Vale, you've got uh, some of the houses that they went and visited who did not declare who wouldn't come and help John take Winterfell back. Mm -hmm. And so he gives a little bit of a speech, just saying that, uh, find the war with the Boltons is over, but that's not it. Right, There's something much, much worse is barreling down towards us. And it's my lady, Lady Mormont, stands up and is like, you motherfuckers. I was there. I went and I fought with John Snow. My house fought with John Snow because the North fucking remembers. House Mormon fucking remembers. You dick faces didn't remember. But we remembered. And that's when, I think it's House... uh, Was it Manderley? Glover? And I don't remember the other one.
1: Yeah, it's Northern house.
0: But they all stand up and they're like, you know... I think it's Glover. Because he was one of the guys that we saw them go visit. And he told them, you know, I followed your... Brother, I had to come back here and try and take my place back. The Boltons actually helped me take my castle back. Fuck you guys. You're done. He's there, and he apologizes. And Jon's just like, there's nothing to forgive, you know, whatever. And that's when they all start declaring him the king in the north. Now, Sansa is sitting there, and it's during uh, Lady Mormont's speech, where she says, um, House Mormont knows no king but the king in the north whose name is Stark. And Sansa gets this little like smirk on her face, like, "Oh, thank you. And Liana or um I think it's Liana, right? Liana Mormont, she was named for uh Yes. Ned's sister. Uh she goes, Jon Snow is our king, and Sansa's face just like falls. But and it's great because you see little fingers kind of in the corner. And right. he's just looking at her like Told you. Fucking told you. Told you so. Offer still stands! So that'll be interesting to see what she ultimately does. But we get a great scene. They declare John the white wolf and the king in the north. And all of the people stand up, they pull their swords, and they
1: do declare their, for
0: him. Right. They do their shouty thing. Shouty. Hey, the king in the north, man. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So Sansa, you know, gives him a smile when he kind of looks down at her and he's like, okay, we got their loyalty. And they're still not on the same page. No, not at all. Not at all.
1: Not at all. Not at all. Well, what, what do you think, at this point, Sansa wants?
0: I don't think Sansa wants to be a pawn anymore. She wants to be the one calling the shots. And I think she's going to look at this as, okay, say Jon, at the very least, is going to be uh, the king in the north. He's mm-hmm. going to be the lord of Winterfell, at the very least. Yes. Not even the King of the North, Lord of Winterfell. Where does that leave her?
1: Right.
0: Is she just going to be married off? You know, is she going to get to pick that? Like, what What exactly is going to happen to her? So the other thing is, if Littlefinger wants the Iron Throne, and if Jon is the legitimate successor to the Iron Throne, something's going to happen there as well. Mm-hmm. Though we still don't know if it's going to be Bran that comes down and tells Jon about his true parentage. Or exactly what's going to happen there. Because he still doesn't know. Right. The only person who knows all that's alive.
1: That we know of. That we
0: know of is Bran.
1: Right.
0: And in theory he might tell Mira, And we don't know if Mira's father is still alive. No we don't. He might know because he was at the Tower of Joy. Right. We saw he survived. But it was nice that we finally got the end of that too. Um, So, yeah, that'll be very interesting to see where that goes.
1: Yeah, because, you know, John is so squarely focused on the White Walkers. Right. And, you know, you can tell, they do a pretty good job of it. It's still a really hard sell for everyone else that there even are White Walkers. Well,
0: right. When he says that... Before they declare him the king in the north, there's a lot of muttering before uh, Lyanna Mormont stands up and is like, hey, fuck faces.
1: Right.
0: And you see the wildlings are like, fucking assholes. Like, are you kidding me? So, um, there's
1: yeah. There's a reason we're fucking down here.
0: Right. We wouldn't have come down here if there wasn't, you know, a reason. You know, something very serious. Um. So, yes.
1: So, and, and you know... Clearly, Littlefinger thinks it's bullshit, too, because he's still so squarely focused on the Iron Throne.
0: Right, exactly. And that's all he cares about, and it'll ultimately be his undoing.
1: Yes. Oh, that's gonna be a...
0: Oh, my yes. Oh, we we forgot to talk about
1: something. We didn't forget, we just hadn't gotten to it yet.
0: No, 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 you don't, no. I'm not talking about that thing, I'm talking about the other thing. So, back during Cersei's roaring rampage of clearing the board... There's one person from uh, the High Sparrows, kind of uh, the faith militant, that survives.
1: Oh yes, okay.
0: Oh, I loved this. So we cut to Cersei pouring wine onto uh, I forget the Septa's name.
1: I can't remember.
0: Well, the septa that uh, was on her shame walk. Yeah. And kept that tortured her while she was in the sept being, uh, kept prisoner. She's got her bolted down on, like, a torture rack. Like, she's got... She's bolted by her neck, she's bolted by... Like, she's just... She's not moving. And Cersei's just pouring wine in her face. And she's telling her to... And she's asking her to confess in a very measured, but deep underneath, insane way. Because Cersei has been driven... Been driven so far off of the cliff that she's just like, nope. Nope. No more mercy, folks. So she, uh, tells her everything. Basically, you know, I like fucking my brother. And I like lying about fucking my brother. Because it's none of your guys' fucking business. Tells her that she killed her husband. Tells her all of this stuff. And then she tells her, um, remember when I told you that my face would be the last face that you see? And the step is like, oh no, I'm ready to die. And so she's like, oh, oh, you're not dying today. No, 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 you're not gonna die for a very, very long time. And she brings in the mountain, and we see the mountain without his helm for the first time. Kind of in the shadows, but you can still see that there's massive parts of his face missing and shit. And, um, he comes forward. Who gonna do God-only-knows-what to this, uh, Septa. But you hear her start screaming, and Cersei's walking out the door, pulling it closed, going, shame! 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 And it's AMAZING!
1: That was a pretty great scene. Oh, it was wonderful. Because it's nice to, like, it's great to see a villain who goes that far.
0: Well, and it's not only that. We've been following Cersei since the very first episode. Mm -hmm. And I know you're not a huge fan
1: of her. I I love the character, I just think she's stupid.
0: Right, but I think she's built up even some, not sympathy, but I understand exactly where she's coming from. Mm-hmm. And in a weird way, I'm totally rooting for her. She's a woman trying to fight her way through in a man's world. And hey, she's the one sitting on the Iron Throne at the end of the episode. So, and she's got that bitchin' black dress on. Oh, it's outstanding. With, like, the fucking uh, shoulder... Like, the lion shoulder pads. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, now, the other scene, which you thought we were referring to... Yes. Oh, also... Choice. So, it's Walder. And he is, uh, getting ready to eat.
1: Sit down for a lovely meal.
0: A lovely meal. Look like it. I enjoy a good meat pie every now and again. Usually in the winter, make little gravy, little potatoes. Meat pie is delicious. It's lovely stuff. So, it's a serving girl he's never seen before. He's like, oh, you're not one of mine. And he's being creepy and lecherous, of course, because he's Walder Frey, and that's... That's just who he is. So, and I don't know about you, but I was having flashbacks to uh, Scott Tennerman Must Die. <laughs> the episode <laughs> of South Park. Because um, at first, it, part of me was like, oh, is he stroking out? Is he having a stroke and he doesn't realize that the, the hall is full? But that was not the case. No. So he's asking for his sons, who we met a couple episodes back of the idiots that Jamie Lannister dressed up, uh, during the Siege of River Run. And uh the serving girl is like, Oh, they're here. Your sons are here. And he's looking around like, what the fuck are you talking about? They're not here. She's like, oh no. Looks at the pie. They're here. And then he goes and he uh they pull this from um uh Sweeney Todd where they pulled back the crust of the pie. Though it's a finger in Sweeney Todd, and this, it's uh, an eyeball. And he recoils in horror and is, like, vomiting, and then it's, the face gets pulled back, and it's Arya. Arya is back in fucking Westeros, and she ain't fucking around anymore. Nope. No, she's done. She slits Walder's throat. Uh, It says something about the Red Wedding. What does she say?
1: I don't remember exactly what she said. But something,
0: you killed my brother at the Red Wedding.
1: But her line was, I'm Arya Stark. I want you to know this. And the last thing you're gonna see is a Stark standing over you smiling. Oh. So good. Well, and
0: it's nice to see the fucking Starks getting some revenge.
1: But do you think there... Do you think In the end, the Starks are going to even be alive.
0: I do. Maybe not all of them.
1: Because I think, you know, Sansa is going down a path that could cause her a lot of trouble. Well, this is the thing. If she lies with Littlefinger, she could end up...
0: I mean, but part of her knows you can't trust Littlefinger. Right. But... You know, she's... I guess it, it
1: it depends on where she ultimately...
0: I mean, the other thing is he's always told her the truth. You may not be able to trust him, but he's never lied to her.
1: Right.
0: And not that John has. I mean, John wasn't asking to be, you know, declared, whatever. But they did, because that's just the way the world is. But I think it depends on if they find out that John is, you know, of royal blood. Mm-hmm. ...and is a legitimate successor to the throne... ...Sansa could... ...it stands to inherit Winterfell. If he's not... ...once people find out he's not Ned Stark's trueborn... ...I mean, he's still Stark... ...because of uh, Lyanna... Mm -hmm. ...but...
1: ...I don't know... ...I just... ...I worry... ...that... ...Sansa... ...and Arya... ...will end up dying before the end... ...um purely because they've been consumed by other I disagree.
0: I disagree. I think all of the Starks we have now are going to make it till the ending.
1: Well, and Bran's still alive. So if Bran shows up, doesn't matter. Sansa's out.
0: Yeah, but he's the Three-Eyed Raven now.
1: doesn't matter. If he shows up in Winterfell
0: Mm. and
1: people know he's there, he's Lord of Winterfell.
0: True. Very true unless he disappears again. So there's that. There is that. So shit can get very messy. Right. Well and we'll even see if Winterfell's still around after the White Walkers attack. Right. You know, we're not sure what's gonna happen there. If that's gonna be where the final battle is or is it gonna even push further south. Mm-hmm. Um so what else have we missed? Oh we haven't talked about Danny at all.
1: Well the episode ends with Danny.
0: Yes, but we have stuff to get to before we get to the ending. She tells sh you can't come with me to Westeros. Mm-hmm. She wants him to stay in Marine, and oversee uh, elections for a new ruler. Right. And he's very much like, I don't want to be your husband. I am totally fine with, like, being your piece on the side. But she, because uh, Tyrion has counseled her, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not, a, he's seen what comes of that, of mistresses and you know side pieces basically so he's just like advises her You he should probably just you know let him go he can't come to westeros and he doesn't flip out quite as badly as i thought he would oh he's gonna still be there right
1: <laughs> he's gonna come back
0: i mean probably yes uh, well because what's he gonna do after the elections happen just kind of hang out chill. I don't think it's the last
1: we've seen of Dario. No, I don't think, well, you got Jorah, too. That's very true. We do still have Jorah somewhere out in the wide, wide world. So, I bet you Jorah and, uh, Daario end up coming back together.
0: Well, cause Daenerys basically commanded Jorah, uh, you need to find a cure and I want you back by my side. So, I mean, he's gonna do anything, everything he can to find a cure. Though I don't think that's gonna happen personally. But, um, yes. So then, we get one of the other best scenes in it. Because this is just an episode of just great scenes. It was really, really good top to bottom. So it's Tyrion, and he's drinking, like you do. And Daenerys comes in, and, uh, he does a very poor job comforting her for, uh, getting, well, because she had to get rid of Dario. But she confesses that she, you know, she sent him away and she didn't feel anything. She just wanted it to be over with. And, um, he tells her, oh, you know, you're, it's not the first man to have loved you, and certainly won't be the last, so, no picks. And she's just kind of like, yeah, you're doing a horrible job making me feel better. And then, um, they talk a little bit more about, you know, how she needs his counsel, and, you know, how he's helped her get through this stuff. Right. And then, um, she tells him, you know, I had something made for you. And she's like, I don't know exactly what it's supposed to look like, but... And she brings out a, I don't know why I'm showing it to you as if I have it in my hand, but like a hand of the king brooch. And she pins it to his shirt, and she declares him the hand of the queen. And he looks like he's going to start crying, and it's just, well, it's he gray. also
1: He also has um, a very poignant monologue talking about how all his life people have told him to believe in this and believe in that. And he the finally... family,
0: religion, family gods.
1: gods. Finally, he got to a point where he's like, oh, this is all bullshit. But, I believe in you. Right. And...
0: And I love the way they framed it, because he's on, like, a step, so, and she's not on the step, so he's able to, like, look her in the eye as he's saying this. Because guess he's... But it's
1: okay. There's a great P- picture of Peter Dinklage. Like... Covered in, like, cold weather. So he's, like, bundled up, (laughs) riding a scooter. Awesome. The Dinkles. We love the Dinkles. Well, and he's one of the most compelling characters on the show.
0: Well, and he's one of the best actors on the show.
1: Yes. For sure.
0: I think it's awesome that he got this role so that more people can see he's an amazing actor. And he has gotten a lot of work. I mean, you never saw Peter Dinklage in any kind of, like starring role in anything he was always kind of in like a side thing yeah i think what most people would know him from and i'm not even sure if it's him or not but in
1: elf yep that's him i know he did a movie that was based in new jersey i have no idea what it was about i saw it in like a bar once bad uh i didn't well, I didn't well think you're in about a bar sure. so right yeah. so i just know it takes place in <laughs> new jersey and it's <laughs> peter dinklage and i think there's a train station i don't know it could be... I, I gotta look this movie up.
0: What else? But he would appear in, like, TV shows here and right. there, and now it's like he's gotten this awesome kind of platform to show, and I got some fucking chops, motherfuckers.
1: Well, and the, the show has always been very interesting in how it approaches people who are typically disenfranchised. You know, women. Um, he's a dwarf. You know, Varys is a eunuch. And how, you know, they're all working and really controlling things in the background. Mm -hmm. And it's just these drunk motherfucking white dudes who get all the credit. Ruining
0: everything for
1: everyone
0: just like the real world.
1: It's pretty nice.
0: (laughs) It reminds me of one of my favorite uh, Louis C.K. bits where he's just like you know, oh I love being a white guy. It's like clearly better. He's like, now I'm not saying white is better than Black but being white clearly. is clearly better. <laughs> like, every year I would re-up, like, all the time. And then he's like, no, but we're paying for this shit later. Like, you realize that, right? Like, the bill is gonna come due.
1: Um, oh, Louis. I'm excited we're going to see him. I
0: know, I'm so jacked. Um. So, yes, Tyrion is uh, named Hand of the Queen. Yep. And he, ha- we saw him in season two. He was a great hand. Never really yeah. got the appreciation uh, at least not from anybody in power. And I don't think any of the small folk, you know, really realize exactly what he did to keep the city safe.
1: Right.
0: And running while Joffrey was being a little twat. Or what uh, bron said that uh, season. There's no cure for being a cunt.
1: <laughs> oh, love Bronn. Bron.
0: It was either season two or season three. I can't remember.
1: He's in a a BBC show. I, can't I think the call. majority
0: of the cast of Game of Thrones has been in a BBC
1: show. Well, that's fair, but I think it's active. So oh, would... interesting.
0: I'm gonna have to look into that. Um. So then, yes. What else do we get then? Have we missed so, anything?
1: So the last two things are the uh, Cersei's coronation.
0: Oh, well, we see Jamie and we see him riding down a path, and we were like, "Is he? He's back in King's Landing." Oh shit
1: He comes over the hill
0: And he sees the smoldering ruin And he's like Oh fuck So then he charges down And he walks into the the throne room Just as shit is about to go down So we see Cersei In her finery Still in black Because she's in mourning Walks up She's got uh, Gregor and the rest of the Kingsguard We're not really clear on Who the rest of the Kingsguard is though At this point are we?
1: It should still be the same. The same, same got people? Started, yeah. Right. I mean, I don't know. Because, I mean, they got rid of Jamie.
0: Right, Jamie was. Well, and I have some interesting ideas about what might occur with Mr. Jamie. Okay. But anyway, so she walks in. Uh, Quyburn is. We see he has the Hand of the King, or Hand of the Queen now, uh, badge. And he crowns Cersei, you know, first of her name. Protector and whatever of the Seven Kingdoms. And she sits in the fucking chair. And she looks over and she sees Jamie. No emotion on the face at all. Because he knows what that means. Tommen's dead. Because I believe it is Cersei who's next in line after. Because she's the only. Well,
1: there's no one else. Nobody, right? Yeah.
0: So, yeah, they have this great look and Jamie's just like. "Ah." It's this look of just resignation and just kind, kind of, not horror, but it's like, what the fuck happened?
1: So, that's, so. what do you think is going to happen with Jamie next season?
0: Well, let's talk about the final scene. Okay. And then we'll get to next season. So then we cut from that to the thousand ships of Daenerys. It might not be a thousand. But right up there.
1: Somewhere up there 998 Somewhere in there
0: nine hundred ninety-nine, and they're looking for one more uh, That's a haunted mansion junk. Bad Because uh, <laughs> there's 999 ghosts there
1: You're right, you're we right We need
0: one more to make a thousand uh, You're right I am right I'm always right We rode that We did It's a lot of fun
1: I love that ride
0: It's glorious uh, So then from that Very, very dark moment And that's when they play The Reigns of Castor. <laughs>
1: Yes.
0: And you see they pan over the, uh... Because we don't even know who's in the court anymore, who these people are, because most of the, in theory, the important folks, uh, got killed in the Sept of Baylor. Well, so everyone. Everybody. So, and everyone's just kind of, you know, kind of looking at each other like, we're really fucked here, as she sits on the Iron Throne. So then we cut to, uh, Danny's fleet. Yes. Heading out, and we see, uh... The sails have been repainted. She, the ship that she is on has a dragon on the front. The dragons are flying over. We see, um... Uh, what is it? Yara and Theon are in their ship. We see, um... Grey Worm and the Unsullied on a couple other ships. I don't know if we see the Dothraki on any ships. They're, I mean, they're clearly there. Right. But we don't pan over them. And then we pan to, uh... Daenerys And then they cut to the dragons Flying above And then that's how the episode ends
1: Right
0: So Theories for next season I'll start with Jamie. Okay Because we know that Now uh, Cersei is the queen uh, Ruler of the seven kingdoms mm-hmm. And she has said I believe it was back in the first season And she may have mentioned it Subsequently as well Targaryens used to marry brother and sister all the time. And it was never, you know, to keep the bloodlines pure. I have a feeling that she's going to ask Jaime to be the king.
1: It would make sense. And
0: I think he's going to be like, uh, no. And that's going to kind of cause conflict.
1: Yeah. And- yeah, that's. I think that's a very reasonable. Uh,
0: I mean, subject. either that or he just gets the fuck out of Dodge. I don't
1: I don't think, th- think he's going to do that. Though. No, I think he's going to at least confront Cersei. Um, he may then decide to bolt, but he's gonna. He's going to at least go see her.
0: Well, and do you think he's the one who ultimately ends up killing her?
1: It wouldn't surprise me.
0: Because Cersei, I think we can safely say,
1: has gone crazy. Cersei has gone crazy, and anyone, I think anyone who desires to be on the throne, one, will not be, ultimately, and two, is going to die mm-hmm. before the end of the show. So...
0: Oh, Cersei doesn't make the, the end of
1: the, of the show. No. That she dies
0: cool. before that. Definitely. So, <coughs> excuse me.
1: Just more a matter of how far does she get.
0: Right, exactly.
1: So, but if you look at, like, so she's sitting on the throne now. But what power does she have if she can't get Jamie on board? Because he controls the Lannister army. And
0: well, and how, but how loyal is the Lannister army to Jamie?
1: I think they'd be more loyal to Jamie than they would to Cersei. I
0: don't know, I think it depends. You could see it maybe fracturing. Well, and ultimately, what does Jamie
1: do? I don't know. But, I mean, that, that that's just it. It's now... The Lannisters against literally everyone else. You know, there's nothing... <laughs> you know, the Tyrell army... Um, well, the Tyrell leadership is dead, except for Lady Elena. Right.
0: Well, yeah. and she's bringing the wrath down, because right. they still have their army.
1: Right, as long as she has control of the army. Right. So, you know, they have a completely fractured kingdom. She has almost, she only has one army, compared to the rest of... Because there the isn't,
0: who else is there to be loyal? No one. Because, I mean, the phrase aren't going to know who killed Walder... No. And there was that weirdness with Jamie. so it could have been the Lannisters, right. especially after that comment. And who knows who else heard that, but still. Um, Dorn completely off the table. Highgarden, completely off the table. Well,
1: and you have, what you have in Westeros right now is a lack of leadership. Because you have, you know, there's probably a fair amount of armies left, but you don't have highborn.
0: Well, who are they declared for? Right. And that's why, John, is, it's been so important to call the banners in the north and reunite the north. Right. Because that's the first line of defense after the wall against the White Walkers. Mm-hmm. And if they don't have a united force, they're fucked.
1: Right. So now
0: you had said you believe that because we've still got Euron uh, and his ships out there.
1: Yes. So my thought (coughs) is that they're going to, you know, Danny and her armada, they're going to run into Euron at Mm Valyria. And I think they're going to end up fighting there. Which I think poses a very interesting opportunity to bring up a lot of that magical lore. And... You know the opportunity one to get more dragon glass mm-hmm. or obsidian someone said someone texted me at some point to like well, they need dragon glass well, I thought it was obsidian I was like it's the same it's the same thing okay, just
0: shut up just shut, just up. shut
1: up, read the books.
0: I do have to reread the books I believe in the uh During the hiatus, I'm going to go back. I don't
1: think anyone on Earth has time to reread these books.
0: No, but you know what the crappy thing is? Is that there's such a long time between them. You almost have to. Because there's so much. Right. Like I got a whole other ton of trivia up here. I can't keep the Game of Thrones stuff going.
1: (laughs) So yeah, uh, Valeria would be cool. And it makes sense. It's kind of a midpoint between Mm
0: -hmm.
1: not that time and space means fuck all. No, because Varys is on the ship with them.
0: Yes, he is. So he made it back from Dorne. Well, and that's why we said we believe that at least two weeks, if probably more time has passed.
1: So they're heading back. Uh, You have with Arya back.
0: Well, and Arya's kind of the wild card.
1: Who's on her list? That's I left. think
0: everybody's pretty much dead except for Cersei. Because right, it was Cersei, Joffrey, the Hound, but she took the Hound off. Right. Um. Ilan Payne, who I believe is dead.
1: Sir Amory Lorch for killing Yorin. Cersei. For killing who? Yorin. That was like her friend. or I don't
0: know. Oh, 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 oh. Yes. Okay.
1: Uh, Cersei Lannister. He's dead though, isn't he? I think so. Uh, he was
0: killed at Harrenhal, I believe.
1: Yeah. Where is... I need the updated list.
0: What do you mean the updated list? We haven't heard the list in a very long time.
1: Okay. Walder Frey. Alright. Cersei. He's done. The Mountain.
0: Oh, the Mountain. The Hound. She took the Hound off,
1: though. Yes, she did, because she thinks he's dead.
0: Well, no, but they were having their buddy travels, and she took him off the list.
1: Yes. Uh, Melisandre. For Gendry. For taking Gendry away.
0: Oh. That could be. Ooh, maybe she meets up with her and fucking, like, kills her.
1: Beric Dundarian. Thoros of Myrrh.
0: Is this in the...
1: This may be the book list. That sounds
0: like the books, because I don't think she ever put them on her list in yeah. this show.
1: Well, yeah. Because
0: those are the dudes in the Brotherhood Without Banners, right?
1: Yeah. This is, this is why the books should be done by now, so... This could be less confusing. Well,
0: I do love that they call this episode The Winds of Winter to be like, um...
1: Hey. Fucker.
0: My biological clock is ticking over here. Let's go. Uh,
1: I think... So, next season, I think it's gonna be this... They said it's probably gonna be the shortened season. Mm -hmm. So you're gonna get the... Remaining infighting in Westeros, and... And I think
0: that's all going to kind of sort itself out as the White Walkers invade. Right. Because it has to. One way or another, it has to.
1: Well, and you kind of see the approach they take to battles here. Like, battles do not last multiple episodes. They are done, one and done kind of deals. Mm-hmm. So... You presumably you're going to build up six episodes to Big Battle uh, and then in the, the second half another <coughs> build up of six episodes to the Big Battle. So it, I think it's going to be interesting to see how uh, you know they go the last season with just fighting against the White Walkers. Without, unless there still is going to be that undercurrent of someone still trying to get on the fucking Iron Throne. Little finger.
0: Though it would be awesome if it ends up being him on the Iron Throne. (laughs) Well, we were talking with uh, my cousin the other day um, about this, and he was like, honestly, who do you want to see on the Iron Throne? It's like, I don't really have... Anybody that I'm like, oh, I'd love to see so-and-so on there. I'm just kind of curious to see how it all shakes out at this point. I'm just pretty sure it's not going to be Daenerys.
1: I want to see the Iron Throne melted down and turned into a bookend.
0: Well, and the other thing is... I mean, you have Daenerys leaving Marine and leaving it, like, saying... I want the people to choose their own ruler. So who's to say when she gets to Westeros, she might not feel the same way? It's true. You know?
1: At the same time, this is something she's been building up towards her whole life.
0: No, very true. I just don't think we see Daenerys on the Iron Throne.
1: I completely agree. I think Jon Snow is going to have to deal with at least 17 more backstabs.
0: Uh, I think you just gotta watch out for Littlefinger, especially once it comes to light that—and who knows if they're gonna make a big public pronouncement about it—but if it comes out that he's uh, a Targaryen, because then he's gonna have the—he's gonna have the uh, bullseye on his back, and Littlefinger's gonna be like, "So where can I jam this this knife I have? Where? Okay." because he's already manipulating Sansa. Oh, big And while Sansa, you know, knows I can't trust this guy, but, like I said earlier, everything he's told her has been true. Right. For the most part. I mean, with the Bolton stuff, that was kind of, he claimed not to know, but, I mean, who knows?
1: Well, uh, anything we didn't see in this episode that you missed?
0: I was sad we didn't see uh, Brienne Or the Hound. I understand why they didn't, but I would have liked to have seen them again. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So I'm sure we'll check in with them in the uh, first episode of next season. And then, um, yeah, I'm just looking forward to Cersei running fucking King's Landing into the ground.
1: Gonna be great.
0: Oh my god, it's gonna be wonderful.
1: Just an absolute train wreck.
0: It is. Because she's just so... Because she thinks she's won. Like, she thinks this is it. I'm here. I'm on the Iron Throne. Did something none of my fucking relatives could ever do. Not my father, not my brothers. I'm on the fucking Iron Throne. I'm the queen. It starts and stops with me.
1: Well, an interesting thought on that is... uh, You know, now she's running the city again. And she had some awfully interesting troubles last time she was in this position. And one of those problems was the Iron Bank. hmm And the Iron Bank always gets its due. Right.
0: Well, they're just going to stop lending money.
1: They're going to stop lending money. And what are they going to do to actively try to get their money? You know, because they, they funded Stannis, mm-hmm. foolishly. Very foolishly. So so they're already, you know, they're back in the hole. They're doubled in the hole now. Mm -hmm. So I think it is possible that you could see something coming from that.
0: Oh, for sure. And we know that... um, Not
1: that there aren't a million other things that could...
0: No, for sure. But we also know that the mines under Casterly Rock are dry. There's no more gold coming out of there. So it can't just be... You know, so the Lannister House is truly on the verge of an epic collapse. Yes. It's uh echoing back what um Tyrion said or uh Tywin said his very first episode. You know, the future of our house will be decided in the coming months. And it's been years since that, but still. So they may think they're at the pinnacle, we may just see this house completely erased, you know, depending on what Jamie and uh Tyrion ultimately do.
1: Well and that brings up an interesting point in that, you know, we have, we are racing to the finish now, but there is some interesting story yet to be told about the collapse of the Lannisters. Oh, for sure. And there's a lot of things that they certainly could spend a lot of time on to show that, but because of the compressed timeline at this point, I think they're going to have to race through it.
0: Well, because the only one that's really left are the uh, Cersei, Jamie, and Tyrion. Because Kevin and uh, Lancel are gone. I mean, you may have some, like, cousins and shit, but...
1: What happens in a world without lords?
0: I don't know. I mean, we ultimately might end up seeing that. But I think we always knew that the Lannisters would... Ultimately, end up kind of.
1: Yeah, off. we. we, we
0: would come, I mean, they're too villainous. Would collapse, right. Not even a matter of too villainous, I just think it's with what they did, what uh, Tywin did to. Uh, what was it? The. Um, it's the reigns. It's the folks that he, you know, drowned in the mines and why they uh, made the reigns of Castamere, suck. So I forget. It's. House of Rain, and I can't remember the other house, but he basically eradicated them. They wouldn't make such a big deal of that, have that be such a recurring theme, unless it came back on them. Yeah. And if they've got no money, and there's no no kids, but I think that Cersei's going to realize that, and that's why she's going to want to be like, I need you to put another baby in me. But we also don't know how old she is.
1: Well, let's see. Joffrey would have been, what, like 16-ish, maybe? Around when he died, and it's been a few years since that. But in the world of Game of Thrones, you get pregnant at 12, so...
0: (laughs) Well, it all depends on when you have your, uh, when you've bled for the first time.
1: So, so I think it's about time to wrap up, because we could go on and on and on. Uh, we are planning, we're not going to stop doing the podcast. What we're planning on doing is we're going to go through and do a rewatch of the series... And uh, we'll, pro- we'll probably do them in batches of episodes. Probably. We're not going to go one by one. We haven't really decided exactly the logistics of it yet.
0: But we want to get uh, completely rewatched. Um,
1: leading up to the start. Leading
0: up to the start of the next season. Right. So- and I, like I said, I want to reread the books. So maybe we can come in here and there with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed the uh, special episode we had on uh, Thursday night with the movie uh, review. but yes. Really not even a review. It's more of a conversation. These aren't really reviews. It's just us kind of talking about what happened in the episode. Shoots in the Shit. shooting in the Shit with Erica and Bob. So uh, there's a couple other movies, I think, that we're uh, looking forward to. There's a few movies that we've uh, watched on, you know, Netflix or whatever, <coughs> <Right>. <coughs> Turbo Kid, that we want to talk about. So um, I think we'll end up doing uh, an episode on that. And then, of course, uh, there's always content on uh, Kimfangershark.com, so we would urge mm-hmm. you folks to go there. We had an episode of Call the Damn Match this week. I believe uh, some of our compatriots also had some uh, thoughts and feelings on Game of Thrones. Uh, gimmick infringement. It is total gimmick infringement.
1: We and need to start a
0: war. We, we do. And I'll tell you right now, House Lombard always fucking wins. coming for you! So, um, but no, check out their show. I believe it's called Targaryen Bastards. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's something they're, they're going to continue with or because uh, um, Lord Aaron on that show has quite a, uh, quite a knowledge of the Game of Thrones lore. Mm-hmm. It's legitimately impressive. Like, words fail. It's <laughs> legitimately impressive.
1: We, we have to have him on with our tinfoil hats. We do. We do. Because we're getting to a point... Where the tinfoil theories are starting to be unfounded. Mm -hmm. So we need to get him before there's no more tinfoil theories.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Very, 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 very true.
1: And I got to order... We'll have to order real tinfoil.
0: Not fake tinfoil? Not
1: aluminum foil. Oh, okay. Okay. There's a difference.
0: (laughs) So before we leave, though, what did you think of this season overall?
1: I really enjoyed this season. Uh, I thought there were two or three episodes... That kind of felt a little flat. A little bit or, of a punk. Yeah. Uh, but uh, overall, I enjoyed the uh, uptick in pace. Uh, I thought, you know, going past the books is the best thing that could have ever happened for the show. Yes. And.
0: Uh, well, and I do think that we saw the detriment of trying to wait with right. last season. Because not to say stuff didn't happen last season. But it just felt like a whole lot
1: of wheel spin. Mm-hmm. Uh, you brought characters together this season. You know, there's a lot more interaction. Overall, very solid season. Uh, you know, I we were talking... Uh, with, I think it was Alex the other day. And, you know, his take on it was that, you know, it really fell off after the first season. And I think there's some merit to that. Well, the first season of this show is great. It's great, great television. Yeah. It's
0: a perfect just little story in and of itself. And it's it's awesome. I mean, obviously the story
1: continues, now, but... He, here's a question. Sure. Um, you know, I think the defining moment for the show and certainly of that first season is at that very end, that very last episode when they lop Ned's head off. Head off. But either way, you know, that defines, oh, this is what this show is.
0: Well, right, because the same with the books. It was like you're very used to these fantasy tropes where you're following this one family Mm -hmm. and some shit may befall them, but ultimately they usually end up, you know, okay.
1: Right.
0: Uh, No, we had to watch poor Sean Bean (laughs) die again.
1: Well, we should have known. As soon as he's cat
0: Still when I first heard about the show I was like Sean Bean's got an HBO show Good for him That's awesome And then like I started hearing And I'm again lady spoiler So I have to go and like find out all this shit Before I actually watch something And I'm like well he dies Well that sucks Not surprising at all But it sucks
1: Yeah (laughs) He's good at dying He is he's very good at dying but that that really set the tone for the show and everything that was to come. And
0: th- Well, and I think the Red Wedding really kind of hammered that home again.
1: Right. Where it's like, oh, oh no, yeah. And I think for some people, you know, you've kind of got this, you get this point to the point where it's like, well, anyone can die. And so I think some people have been a little disenfranchised by that because they're like, well, why should I get invested in a character when... They're just going to die. Which
0: you can understand. Right. But I think we're at a point in the story where unless these people are dying in the last couple episodes, it just doesn't make sense. That's why I think the Starks are all going to survive. I could be completely wrong. This could just be completely unfounded because I'm falling back on genre tropes. You know, and they finally started to get, you know, some measure of revenge against the people who've been fucking with them since the beginning of the show. But you've still got Littlefinger in there... Trying to fuck with stuff. Yes.
1: When does Sansa find out that all of this... Was started by Littlefinger?
0: Well, because the only way she could find out...
1: Is if he told her Is
0: if he tells her.
1: And you think he makes that mistake...
0: That may be the mistake that gets him killed.
1: So that could be very interesting.
0: Well, wasn't she in the room... When... um, Alyssa's going crazy, and he tosses her out the moon door? Yes. And she's talking about that stuff.
1: Yes. Yes. But,
0: but she doesn't know that Littlefinger was the one to tell her to do it.
1: Right. Okay. And then he, he whispers something in her ear before he throws her out the door. So that Sansa wouldn't have heard.
0: That's right, because uh, he tells her he's only ever loved one woman. And she's like, oh, oh I love you. And he's like, yeah, it was cat. And Shove. Oh, man. Oh, I love Littlefinger. He's, he's so yeah. fucking dead, but I love him.
1: So, all right, so that'll do it for us for uh, Season 6 of Game of Thrones. Uh, look forward to our uh, re- re-watch of the rest of the series. We'll probably start back up in two, maybe three weeks. Well, next week
0: is the 4th of July, and we have uh, massive celebrations right. over here at the House
1: Lombard. Right, right, right. Uh, and so we'll get back up on it. Uh, keep an eye on Confinger Shark for us and for all the other wonderful content that's on there. And uh, last but not least, where can the fine people find you? I'm at Lady
0: Near the Lake on uh, both Twitter and Instagram.
1: And you can find me on Twitter at The New Time Lord or on Instagram at BHenny22. So that'll do it for us. Have a wonderful week,
0: everyone. Enjoy your 4th of July, those of you who do celebrate, here in the States. And otherwise, uh, if you're in Britain, I'm sorry.
1: Well, but the 4th of July is everyone's Independence Day. Didn't you know that? Because we fought aliens. We haven't been conquered by aliens yet, Bob. So we don't have aliens to fight against. Damn.
0: See our episode on Independence Day (laughs) Resurgence. (laughs)
1: Have a good one, everyone.
0: This has been a Confanger Shark production.